I'm Bahumit. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to The Monologues. For this episode, we take a tactical dive into the strategy realm with Total War, Warhammer 3 from Creative Assembly and Feral Interactive, and also from our old friends at Sega. To go along with it, we're taking a break from our traditional format to honor a well-known figure in the Warhammer space with Henry Cavill's favorite drink, the Forget-Me-Not Martini. Well, at least as close as our poor asses can get to it. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, okay, Henry Cavill, if you for some reason listen to this episode... Big fan, for sure, but not a number one botanicals kind of guy. I don't even know where the hell you find that at. Dude. What was it, Gordon Ramsay had a recipe? I couldn't even find half the stuff off of his list. So, yeah, there's like two different ver- two different things when we were looking up the Forget Me Not. When you mentioned it, we were going to do it. There's the Forget Me Not Martini, which is what his Henry Cavill's drink is. Right. And then there's the Forget Me Not Cocktail, which I think is a little bit more well known. And I think that's what Gordon Ramsay's drink Probably. is. And then Gordon Ramsay's drink is also on the high end, like yes. way out there bullshit. So I thing. found a third option. It's the more <laughs> cocktail. Well, so I found a third option. They still don't even go with the third option. Uh-huh. So Henry Cavill's uh, Rosemary Extract, number one botanicals brand, stuff that you have to be rich to get, I guess. I don't know. Or don't live in Missouri. I'm not sure. And then there was the Gordon Ramsay, like you said. And then I found a third option that was less ingredients. Um, and I put a twist on it. Yeah. Essentially. I switched yeah. up. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Um, and I would like to say as bluntly, I think you mentioned it, but yeah, it's for, it, we p- looked up Henry Cavill's because this is like something he's brought up in interviews that he like loves. Yeah. Uh, and I think any nerd that's out there sees a successful, handsome, good looking nerd playing Superman's <laughs> like, yes, yes, we do exist. Like one's out there. It's, it's not me, but it's something, you know, there's one out there. Um, but yeah. And so I'll just go ahead and say what it is, is we did a shot of vodka well, let's just say this was split between two glasses, but the the ratio was one shot of vodka, one shot of vermouth, and then half a shot of apple brandy. Yeah. And cherry vodka. So, yeah. So sticking with the var- the martini style, but then like twisting it up with the apple brandy a, yeah. a bit. Yeah. And then we did uh, lime uh, around On the, the glass. Yeah. Around the rim of the glass. Well, let's, let's try this before we get into this stuff. Yeah. We'll see. By the way, yeah, we're a beer podcast. Yeah, so it's beer. Like doing a doing a martini for old Henry Cavill here. Yeah, well, and not quite his martini. <laughs> <laughs> the Missouri the, uh, Chris Major the, uh, version. The the best we could do. Yeah, it smells very appley. Like that's the first thing. As soon as I lifted it up, it's just apple brandy's all I smell. For straight liquor, that's not bad, actually. Yeah, actually, that's not bad. Right? That, yeah, it's it just straight. Yeah, that's. You can't just take a shot of vodka and not feel some burn. That actually is not bad. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised. I might have to keep this one in the books. Can I make it, maybe put a twist on this and make it a little bit better? Like a splash of Coke or something? Uh, something. Maybe a uh, Sprite? Yeah. Seven Up? Yeah. Something like that? Oh, we're going to have Benny on. We'll talk about that. We're going to have Benny on <laughs> with a Sprite Hennessy. Maybe the little splash of Sprite with this would be right up his alley. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Okay, so let's dive into War. Oh, and I wanted to say this real quick, too, at the beginning. So... We're doing it unorthodox. We've only done this a few times. We're in person, but I think this is the first time. Have we recorded here? Um, only the uh, one Halloween episode we recorded here. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, we're back at your place recording. Yes. And I didn't think about one issue beforehand, and that is reading our two lines that we read and the rest is all improv. <laughs> and I was like, started this before you did your, you know, intro. Uh, and I was like, Oh, what do I say? Besides, <laughs> I, was like, I had to like try to peek around the screen. I'm like, I really don't know two lines <laughs> after almost two years. I'm like, Oh, so I start. Oh yeah. I came up by home and I was like, Oh wait. Uh, Oh yeah. Welcome to the mall. <laughs> it was, it was that bad. <laughs> two years in, I don't even know what I'm saying. All right. And I've broken up the intro script, so like last time you you changed the script on me a little bit, and I think that's a good change, and I'm going that way. So yeah, my cha- my script on the beginning has changed a little bit, so I, I'm surprised that you're having trouble with your part that's still not changed. It's, how many words is that? Two, <laughs> six, seven words? Yeah. 
<laughs> seven words we've done for two years. And I'm like, oh shit, what do I say? <laughs> anyway, we can get past that. We don't, I don't want to really dive into the, what that means. Uh, so, <laughs> so nice. Warhammer three. Uh, I don't remember why we picked this. Um, I think it was just out and it was a good way of, it was a strategy game. I'm a strategy game fan. Typically, um, I like 4X games, so uh, 4X, I don't have the exact definition, but it's um, explore, expand, um, exploit, um, and then there's one more X I'm not drawing off the top of my hand, but it's it's like the Civilization-type games. Um, you know, they are the 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 ones where you have, like, uh, diplomatic, um, you're trying to conquer territory, you're trying to do better than other civilizations by, a, by different means, you know. Uh, you may do it technologically, you may do it... Um, via uh, uh, warfare, you may do it um, via diplomacy, but you all have you generally have other avenues. And I was hoping that this would be along that same type of uh, vein. Uh, it it's it's got some of those elements in there. Total War does, um, but it does focus more heavily on one real aspect of uh, 4X games, and that is the warfare. I mean, it is Total War. And that's really what they focus on with these games. Um, and, and so far as like, if you're a big war tactical strategist fan, like if you want to see how combat troops can be deployed and how they would. This game's for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This because is. Because you don't do a simple, uh, my attack's higher than your attack. No. It's, you can go, you can do auto resolve. You can, yes. And then it's going to be based off some math in there. Sure. But, or you can do the in combat. I wonder if they sim it out, actually. If I wonder. So, so that's the other side of it. Like, that was one thing that you brought up when we first downloaded the game. The game downloading is over 100 gigs. And you were surprised at the size. I was honestly, quite frankly, surprised at the su- size as well. And getting into the game, it's not due to the graphics or anything like no. that. It is most likely due to the computational power that's, that's behind it. That's, yeah, um, I think you're 100% right. There's there. likely a lot of simulation and... Uh, there is a lot of probably elements that are calculated inside of there. There's a lot of probably core elements that go into it and data that's, that has to be saved into your computer to run all of that stuff in real time. So that's my best guess because there's not a whole lot of real visuals. No, no. I actually really thought the graphics were going to be better, if I'm being honest. I really thought, I, as popular as the game is, I thought they were going to be like stunning for for a, a simulation battle type or like strategy game. I thought... Mm-hmm. Not that they're the worst, but right. I just thought it would be... Better. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Um, a little underwhelming. Not like, yeah. I want to say negative. I, I had just, better, I had higher expectations than what it, 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 not that it did bad. It just, right. I had different expectations. So, and this one does pretty weird how it actually has more storyline to start you out to get you introduced to the world. Yeah. It actually does a pretty good job and it's more storyline than most strategy games are that I've played. Yeah, so if you're not familiar to what a the total war, or war Warhammer is all about, Total War is all about, and how to play the games, they do a really good job of introducing you to the series. That is one thing I'm actually really surprised and a big fan of as far as playing this game is so far. Um, it you know to open up, you have two different levels of campaigns that walk you through like the basics of just playing. The first campaign is really open, really basic. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of real pressure to it. It's at not, all not, yeah, it's not super challenging. Um, and it's pretty straightforward. You don't get into the higher ends of the diplomatic side of it, um, as the diplomatic side of the game, until like really late in the uh, the the uh, storyline, the campaign line. And even then, you don't even necessarily yeah. even have to interact with it. I, in no. fact, as soon as it opened up, I like went straight to the final fight and it was like, yeah, I'm done. Well, not only that, like you, so. So the prologue is your Yuri from like the Kislev people, and I'm yeah. probably saying that wrong. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, and you're pretty much looking for Ursun. You're being guided by, you think is Ursun's voice. Correct, yeah. And this is the prologue getting you into the storyline of these people, and you have a, a lord and troops, and you have an advisor, Garrick, who's supposed to be like your brother. Mm-hmm. And he guides you through this stuff, and none of it's challenging at all. It's a, and it's it's mostly storyline. And it's it, it actually bogged down not because it wasn't um, it wasn't bad it's just like it's almost so easy that because it's just trying to teach you all the mechanics to the game right or at least a good chunk of them that I was like the first hour I was like I don't know that we picked the right game right yeah and then the storyline actually pulled me in more as I went farther yeah you, you get uh, you get a demonic sword and I knew it's foreshadowing 
you get a demonic sword and your guy keeps it and he's like, we probably should just throw that thing over the cliff. Garrick, I think your advisor tells you that. Yes. So he knew his own fate with that fucking sword. But yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's been told in fantasy stories. I knew where this was going. Yeah, yeah. I think you did too. Yeah, I mean, so that was one thing about the campaign is I thought it was super predictable. Like as far as the campaign goes, like the story wasn't really like super to me well-written. It was just there to kind of guide you through. Um, it was... I mean, unique enough to the the world of, of this, like I've not seen this story before per se, like with these characters right. or anything like that. So like that part was unique, but as far as like the plot of it, nah, absolutely like- Predictable. Yeah, predictable. But here's, so is it Bellacor? I think the yeah, demon. Yeah, the so, demon. That's- so you get to the end of this and I was st- stuck in the prologue longer than you did. And that the you talked about a little bit the diplomatic stuff that you can do, which most like Civ Six games, and I played Empire Earth back in the day, and it was a little bit more war tactic. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like the newer Civs have really put more into diplomacy strategy than war. Mm-hmm. And with this game, the little bit they give you the prologue is not crap compared to what you get in that. Like the, well, we'll talk about like the third campaign I got into. But so you get to the end of this prologue, lo and behold, uh, you're now corrupt, and you're like. Fuck this. Stat, you stab your Garrick, who's supposed to be like a brother to you, and you go full corrupt. You join the demons. You flood into this place to try to save Ursa, who's chained up, this big, uh, what, demigod bear. Well, yeah. And, you think you're going to go to save right. Ursa, at least from your perspective as the player. Yeah. You think, uh, yeah, Yuri's going to go save Ursa. Yeah. Yuri gets in there, and Bellacor's like, that ah, was my voice you heard the whole time. Yes. And he convinces you to slay Ursa or Correct. shoot him, which yes. you don't actually kill him, but it releases an energy wave, whatever. And Bellacor launches you the fuck out in the middle of nowhere in the ice, and you're like begging and pleading for his power to also betray him and like get back in vengeance. Little, that's what we're saying. Plot's got a little bit of holes there, but you turn into this big demon well, creature. So he, yeah. So he, so Yuri, yeah. After being like betrayed by Bellacor, is re, you know rejected out, lands into this giant crater, and with his dying breath, begs the gods to make him a god as well, or give him a, at least some taste of their power, because as a human, he was able to accomplish all of these yeah. things with no real power. Like, imagine what he could do given some power. And so they they grant him his wish and turn him into a demon. Yeah. Um, a pretty beastie looking demon, too. Yeah. You can rename heroes and lords on this game. I definitely changed my name to Behemoth on that. <laughs> nice. And my first hero I got was Ifrit, but just saying. <laughs> uh, super nerd. So, anyway, so that's the end of the first campaign and like tutorial prologue like that you can do. And then your second campaign opens. There was a big update while we were doing this. Yeah, there was. Uh, so when we first started, there was the third campaign and it was all labeled beta. Yeah. So it was, they were, I mean, that was what I guess ends up being that third campaign that you've probably, you've tried. I haven't yes. even started it yet. Yes. And I actually think it's way better than the second on freedom and I, stuff. I imagine it would be just because it's supposed to be open world and that it's, it's more like what, I imagine it's meant to be, this game is meant to be, where you just kind of start as a player on the board with other X number of um, factions against you, and you're trying to just dominate the world. Yeah, and you, I mean, you have different types of troops, you get settlements, and this is where I think it lacks compared to something like Civ Six or, or anything like that is, yeah, you, you can build these troops, and there's a lot into like your lord's abilities and your troops' abilities based off the settlements and like what upgrades you do to them. But there's no like... Um, the, the amount of like trade resources to be to mess with is like minimal. So we this is where you and I split off and went a little different. So the second campaign before yeah. I tried the third one, it was no longer beta in the yeah. middle of us testing this, which we did take an extra week because I wanted to play it more. Right. Uh, on that second campaign, I went with the demon you turn into. Yeah. And you went with the perf- the recommended. So I, yeah, I went with the recommended one, which I uh, it is the, the dragon. celestial dragons. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you go with one of the two of the Celestial Dragons. Um, it recommends you go with uh, Yin of Yang. Uh, of their, so you get Yin and Yang are the two of the Celestial Dragons. Are they brother and sister? Mm-hmm. They're brother and sister. You get you, you, The recommended one is the brother. Um, so I chose him, of course. And uh, that's the one that I, I, I went with. And it is the play style for him is so much different than the play style for Yuri like everything about him is about maintaining balance within not only the army but like the entire uh, 
region that you control. So like as you gain areas in your province, like in, and you build up uh, buildings and technologies and research, all that stuff, you have to try to maintain balance and harmony between yin and yang for everything. So like you research technology, you research one yin, you must research now a yang to keep so, harmony. Let me ask you this. What, so what were your, and if you can remember, what were your resource materials as them? Because I remember I told you, so when you picked the demon one for the second campaign, you're him. And there's a storyline to that too that opens up when you pick, there's not a storyline on the third one, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Zero storyline. Yeah, I would figure. Yeah. Second one, it still continues on. Right. From the end of the prologue, depending on the race you pick, but it's still the same concept. A a dude's tethered to a a book through a curse, and he needs a drop of Ursun's blood, and the only way to get to that celestial realm where Ursun now is is with help. Yes. And so, any of your races, I'm sure all the storyline ties into that's who he picked to help him. Yeah, and I think that the reason why they want that second uh, campaign in there is to introduce you more into like the tactics of caravanning to move resources across vast empires and to uh, get more into the diplomatic structures and interacting with other factions. So, like, you don't have to always attack a faction. In fact, it may be beneficial to not attack a faction at the same time. Absolutely. And then attack a faction at, you know, time your your takeovers and, you know... And that's what I think the second one is all about, is really making sure that you you guide that stuff. And the reason why it had the second, uh, the the recommended one, at least from what I can tell, is that the recommended faction for the second campaign has a boost to caravans. And the second one is all about building a caravan to go down to the uh, the place where Urson is being kept, right? Um, I think that's the whole the whole goal of it, is to build a caravan to go down into the, the demon layer i can't remember what bellacore has yes uh, I, I don't Ur- about. yeah has urson so yeah because i didn't do any caravans let's just put it that way what's that i didn't have caravans yeah it's like i didn't mess with that you can you get oh, certain, okay you have settlements have certain resources yeah and you can do you can set up trades with other with who you yeah. alliance with yeah but i didn't really do that i set oh, okay. up i set up peace treaties and stuff with a couple but yeah the second one i felt when i played the second campaign i actually played the third one more than the second one when i played the second one it felt like a little bit still really guided, but there was some stuff that didn't happen to me. So like it, you are all essentially trying to send troops up to go through like the portals that open mm-hmm. to go try to like, I think that's like the storyline kind of, but you're racing other factions almost. It's almost like every, it's almost like in the second campaign, it almost seemed like you're, everybody's trying to get to Ursun. Huh. That's interesting. Cause that's not, that's not for me the way it was. Really? Yeah. So for me, the way it was is he's coming. Uh, the, so the old man that's, bound to the book that's trying to escape it is uh, trying to get the celestial guardians to uh, like basically reclaim their territory. Um, And so with that, you're, you start off and you have one city that you, you have, it's a port city. Um, You're in control of that. And you start from there and you have to build your provinces back up. So you have to take, you have an invading faction. It's uh, both the, there is like one clan that's invaded and taken over uh, one of your cities. And then the other city is just like a bunch of rebels. And so you have to take over those cities again um, to get your province back in order. And then from there, you can start taking over like the other gateways into the, the to build the caravan to go down to, to Urson's lair. Okay, so this is what I think where the game, I think this is where the game does something different than other strategy games. I think your play through the races is very different because that is not at all what it's like when you're the demon lord. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, so you're you have a middle city and you are trying they are trying to teach you how to capture a province because yeah. so there's a different bonus when you have all the the settlements on a province. Yeah. Exactly. But for me it lets me um I guess you could almost say like uh praise a bad word, but like pretty much um pick a, a demigod or a, a demon relationship to like devote to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so my resources you have one that's like your, you could call it like your overall wealth, galleons, gold, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You have that that's like what your troops, your what your people cost per turn mm-hmm. and then yep. how much you have total in the bank. Yes. But then my other elements were all based off these chaos gods. Huh. It was Nurgle, uh, Korn, K-H-R-N-E, uh, and like three others. And yeah. you could pick on most of yourself. Let's say you, say you did a battle. Yeah. And say, even if you don't do auto-resolve, even if you do the battle, and this is what is a little bit different than most strategy games too, is so it puts you on a different map, uh-huh. shows all your troops, and you command individual regimes or legions mm-hmm. based off the troops that you have, and you battle. Yeah. So when that gets done, you can pick 
whether you go for the money or you, you get some loot no matter what when you defeat an army. Mm-hmm. But then there's the other option on mine where your devotion goes. And you pick between all evenly spread. Yeah. Or you can pick individual and each one does something different. I always picked corn because it was unit experience. So your troops would level up. Gotcha. Yeah. And so each that's why I would just keep leveling up my troops for that army. Huh. Okay. So that is really different. So like on mine, I had – so there is a compass that I get to choose a direction on. Yeah, this is way – that's what I'm saying. I think this game does do something very different. Uh, yeah. So for like – and it, it's at random. It's at my cho- it's at my leisure, um, but it's uh, it's a, a it's like the compass of the winds. I think is what it was called, or something like that. Um, but there's there's different directions of the winds I get to choose, and the winds are the the channel or what channel the magic. And I think it should be the same for you. I do have the channel still, magic stuff. Yeah, you still channel the magic. Yeah. So the winds are what drive the magic. And all it does is it the, does something to do with um, when you go into combat. It, it affects it, your troops. Yeah, it affects the 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 yeah their uh, how well they'll do in battle. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the difference is with with this faction, they have the ability to influence and read the winds, and so that's what they're doing with the compass is they they have the ability to influence and read that, so they can they can use that and drain the winds so that nobody can use magic, and so that nobody benefits from it. Or they can use it to boost their hmm. control in provinces, boost their you know boost their growth in provinces, however they want. So if there's so okay, so when I went to that second campaign and I picked Demon Lord, mostly because I was just trying to follow the prologue again. I was like, oh, it's Yuri. Yeah, there's yeah. Yuri in Dick mode. I'm gonna take that guy. <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna and there it literally says in underneath it says in um, text it says preferred race. Yeah. And I, so I almost picked it, but I was like, nah, yeah. I'll be the jackass that sticks with Yuri. Sure. And <laughs> exactly. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> and so, but that list was only like 12 races. But when I got into the third campaign, uh-huh. it's 23 that I counted. Yeah. And it won't let you pick. I can't pick because of content downloaded, like mods, what, not mods, but like extra yeah. expansions. Yeah. I could only pick, I think there was like five or six races that had a lord unlocked for me to pick from because that's the other thing not only do you have these like 20 some races some of them have between two to like 10 lords to pick from right and so if they're all that different game mechanics for a strategy game that's pretty wild to me yeah i mean essentially it boils down to some of the same stuff but like right so and i'm i'm not too dip so i know that for like yin and yang one so uh yin is the Iron Dragon, right? So he deals – his whole backing is around fire and stuff. And then Yang, I believe she was uh, all around electrical – electricity and stuff. So I think that's a little bit different. Um, I know she did a lot more uh, – like when I read over her stuff, it was a lot more archer-focused in, in long-range missile attack, um, whereas he was a lot more upfront and a lot more uh, you know, just like uh, uh, infantry-focused. Um, I I just you, picked they, him because it was the recommended one. I would have picked her because I typically like the missile attack. Like, I was I'm about to say, and, like and shoot you down. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is it's um the game is really focused on ranged and melee. Yeah, I mean all your troops have different. Like you get armored troops that are better. Like so for me, when, on the third campaign, I, I again went with Dick Mode Yuri, <laughs> Demon Boy, and the, the theme. Tr- yeah seems to be. And so the troops are probably different. They were way different than what I had like with Kislev people. Yeah. Um, but my first two starters are these infantry like beast towns and these flying gargoyles. Uh-huh. And I can tell you right now when I upgraded to where I had like in both infantry, but one was armored and one was more um, armor piercing. Mm-hmm. So like high defense, high attack. Yeah. They were so much stronger than those initial two. Yeah. I mean, one could take out. I mean, I felt like in battle – one of the new ones were equal to two or three of the other troops. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a big deal, but like, yeah, it's really boils it down to, there's not like a mix of stuff. It really boils down to melee and, and, and missile range. Yeah. Well, I mean, then you also have like your cavalry um, and then you that's have true. flighted cavalry. Yeah, too. that's true. Um, so like that, that's something that's interesting. So and like, it affects the battle because your yeah. cavalry is so fast. You really have to strategize. Yeah. Or they'll get raped. <laughs> like, excuse me. Like, like, they'll get screwed if you send them in too quick because your troops can't catch up in time. Yep. Yeah. So, like, that that was one thing that's interesting. Like, I had to learn that over time because I, I don't, like, 
that is one thing that is different from strategy games I've play, played in the past. Most of the games that I play aren't around like just military tactics. And so thinking about or thinking through when I want to engage with cavalry or how I want to pre-position cavalry, especially if they've got like vanguard deployment or something like yeah. that. Like how would I want to position them so that I have them engage me first and then flank around the backside or something like that, you know, or, or allow my cavalry to shoot past first and then come up the rear. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of like what I ended up getting to uh, in, in kind of developing some pretty interesting tactic tactics where I would a lot of times just form, form a V and allow them to just funnel into a V and just uh, send cavalry around the sides. Like a pincer maneuver. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Which that stuff interests me a lot. I actually don't know why I didn't do because I did. I got to a point with. Well, I told you on the third campaign, I was I played it quite a bit. I was like auto resolving a lot of shit. Oh yeah, really? Just to okay. speed up time for the day because I don't really wasn't playing on playing more than yesterday. Yeah, and I wanted to get as much time as I could, so I just was auto resolving a lot of those. A lot of it you can't. So a lot of it I didn't. I I did on one time, but I didn't. I didn't because I'm so afraid of like losing more things than I would normally. You definitely. It can hurt you either way. Yeah, that's the thing is. So if you oh, don't, yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, you might actually make it worse. Sure, for sure. You can. It's a learning curve. Um, but I will say this: the th- the thing I noticed from the third campaign, from the second, well, besides them like kind of forcing and showing you more stuff on a faster rate, the thing I because I I had way there was way more people and factions when I played the third one for right. one for two, you go past the dip- diplomacy part of just like peace treaties and like maybe even forming alliances to uh-huh. forming like whole factions. Okay. So you, I didn't just group with like by the end of it, I was grouping with like two people because we were getting our asses handed to us. Yeah. By these West oh. Coast fucks. Yeah. And so like we group, I grouped with one people that I'd almost conquered. Right. And then I we backed off and we grouped up together and then we were raided from the West. Right. And so them and another group joined us. I wiped out like three factions on my own, grouped up with those two, and was still struggling. And you know what the the stupid like karma part of it is. The people that I beat one of their settlements uh-huh. and then they came back with Boris something, the Kislev. Of all people, <laughs> as I'm Yuri, these freaking Kislev people, which is like one of the only races I, I can recognize, you know, yeah. from yeah. the prologue. Right. Uh, comes back on a bear mount. <laughs> we have the same amount of troops. I even have to, I even send down another hero to help me out. I'm like, okay, I need more help. Put another hero in there in the lineup. Have 20 of 20. Mm-hmm. Group, you know, which yeah. for the you can have twenty types of troops, right? That are all a regime on their own. Yes, unless they're a hero, then they're individual strong characters, right. and then you have your lord. I sent down two heroes, had armor and equipped on them and stuff, and sent my best guys in. That guy still kicked my ass. I had to retreat and get out of there. I was going to lose my lord. That's and that's like one of my only complaints about this as a strategy game is if you have this lord and they're kind of hard to. If you lose one, did you have that happen? Uh. Uh-uh. So yeah. if you lose a lord, you don't buy him back like you normally would. He has to rest. Oh yeah, because so it's he's like wounded. seven. Yeah, yeah. It's like seven turns, which in this game is huge. Yeah, huge before he returns. Yeah. So you're. This is my only complaint is if you do have an issue where you get, I got, I got cornered, and it was either this other dude was going to take me or Boris was going to take me, and I escaped that. Barely, yeah. But I curved up to help my people. I was treated with. Uh-huh. They were getting attacked by the other guy. I can't anchor something, some other random name. I tried to help him out. Killed me. Yeah. Killed me. And you know, it's so hard to come back from that. Yeah. Uh, because seven turns is a lot. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'll have to check out the the third campaign because I really didn't d- touch it at all. I think it's but I liked it. I, liked I still it I want to go through the entire second campaign is the thing is because I want to see what all different mechanics are really in there, especially with the recommended mode. I do think there's more. Um, so that's, you know, something else that makes it a little different too is, so usually you do have like Empire Earth, one of the ones I go back to because I played it a lot when I was younger and it's older. Mm-hmm. So Empire Earth, you had a hero and it would, they you could upgrade them through the time. That was one thing that made Empire Earth different than like some strategy games is you went through time periods to where you went from caveman at the mm-hmm. beginning all the way up to space robot fighting. Yeah. You went through all these spectrums of like, te- you know, a- technology like ages. Right. Well, I always kept uh, Gilgamesh as my hero through like the whole thing. So I have this guy on a horse or Napoleon. I'd keep Napoleon on a horse the whole time, <laughs> all the way into like this robot era. But you couldn't do anything with him besides he would level up. Yeah. On this game, like my demon lord. Yeah. 
every time at, for the I told you the five different chaos factions or whatever, uh-huh. you unlocked the farther you more points you got in one, you unlocked gear. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. But I I didn't have the ma- I didn't I couldn't equip the magic items or the what is that word ancillaries, ancillaries. yeah the ancillaries I couldn't equip those on him okay like you can Yuri yeah so I can't on mine I can't on my heroes I can't on him I have full body list of head uh, wings yeah. chest right arm left arm tail legs um, offhand main hand huh that's and, interesting and it's all stats and spells and so like when i fought and i didn't auto resolve i had like four spells yeah and i didn't like fly in above everybody and right. cast that's interesting that's pretty cool because so my lord's unique ability was he would turn himself into a dragon i was hoping you'd say that yeah i saw the little video thing i was really hoping you would say that oh yeah no he just turns into a dragon which is cool as shit. yeah so like you'd walk in there as just a normal guy so you'd walk in the middle of combat and as soon as he starts Taking damage. So the reason why you want him in, in human form is because in human form, or yeah, in, in human form, he casts his ability to cast spells is greater. Like he can cast more spells, the spells are more effective. And then you put him into dragon form, and of course he just eats people. Eats people. Yeah. Uh yeah. So his attack is much higher and uh his dragon breath is actually huge because he can still cast the dragon's breath in in, in human, human form. Yeah, but it's not as powerful. So it's more powerful in dragon form. And then, yeah, he just does more damage. So, Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I can see. So what they say, like Henry Cavill says he like paints the models for this or something. Yeah, so it's supposed, That's to, be, interesting. It's supposed to be based off the board game, um, I would imagine. And, you know, just like, I think, just like the Civilization series started, you know, it was all based off a board game. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think that this is probably... You know, one of those things that is just as fun to play on a board game. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like this is like horribly translated. This was interesting enough to play here. I don't know if it captured me quite as well as like the Civ series does, um, but like it's something that I'll definitely tinker around with um, from time to time. It, it's a different, it's a different form of strategy. Yeah, and it, it is a different form of strategy. And I, you could you could call it maybe. It's funny. It's kind of contradicting because it's almost like less strategy, but then it's a focused. Strategy. But then a focus when you zoom right. in when you have the combat yeah. situations. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. But we talked about this um, with our second podcast ever. I think with the card game. I think that was our second one. I think so. Yeah. Um, we talked about this. This is still one of those games. I can do other shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's not gonna go anywhere. If I have to stop in the middle of my turn, no one's going on without me. Right, you know, um, and I, I do, I do like those games from time to time. Yeah, and this one was a pretty good one, and I did like doing. An, I would like to do another strategy at some point because I do. I just like you. I really enjoy these games. Yeah, I mean, board game or car or this. Like, I mean, I played the shit out of Stratego and Risk. I mean, I, I yeah. we do. Growing up, we played Risk all the time. Yeah, so I mean, I guess that does probably remind me a little bit more of Risk or something like yeah. that. So yeah, but yeah, so you know, I. I don't know. And I, we don't, this is so weird. I don't have like paper to write down a score on any of this stuff. Oh, I can but give you yeah, let me, let me see that stuff here because I want to start trying to write some stuff down. Yeah. Um, So, what would you say? So the graphics were like, like you said, they're not bad. I definitely had a higher expectation of them. So the cutscene stuff in the in the game was like absolutely atrocious. You know what remind me of? What's that? Like PlayStation PlayStation Two at its best. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know it was it like, just, yeah. Why even do this level of stuff? Like they had pretty good voice acting. I would say, like I liked it. I liked the scene. The artwork was great. Yeah, the artwork that they. Was good. The stuff that they bothered to animate was really well done. But the problem is, is it was like storyboard animation. Yeah. It was not good. Yeah. Um, So uh, that was not great. The the cool things, you know, like going into the battle and like seeing your, uh, you know, being able to see like all of the troops like 
battle it out. That it's actually pretty well detailed. Like you can well, see where everything is pretty well. And I don't know what it was like for you on count, but it, I would pay attention to numbers mm-hmm. and especially when I lost because I wanted <laughs> to see how much I took out with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Frustratingly. Uh, you're talking about a thousand. I had, I think I had the biggest army I had, had almost 900 units and they had 978. And so that's a lot going yeah. on. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, um, so my armies right now are like 1800. Oh, okay. So yours are bigger than mine. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder yeah. What, how you control that then. Might just be the types of troops I have is what I can. Yeah, control. I was gonna say. I think I think because my troops, my my units are hu- like human units. Oh yeah, they're probably sense. more of them. Mine are all demon nasty creatures. Right. Yeah. Sure. So I, I seem to come up to, against bigger like other races, and they have like fewer numbers. Fewer numbers, but they're powerful units. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that because it shows you the number how many troops there are per reg- yep. regime, and like. I didn't think about that, but the Kislev people, a lot of those were like 70 plus. Yes. Whereas I had like, I had like when you start as, I want to say Yuri, but it's like evil Yuri. Um, you get like on the campaign three, you get like four different ones to start with that you can't make yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know when you unlock them. Yeah. One of them only has five in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. One has like 20, one has five, one has 10. It's all pretty small number. And then yeah. when you get the hounds and the gargoyles, it's like 30, it's like, what is it? 30 and 60? Yeah. So it's okay. pretty small numbers, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then even in like the the beginning one, like, did you get the uh, the ice bear or whatever? Oh, yeah. And then yeah, and you get one. There's one unit. Yeah. So it's like yeah. There's I some got the them. ice bear, and then I had a hero that could summon like a leper. Yeah, yeah. The, that the, leopard was strong as shit. Dude. Yeah. That was like my favorite thing to do. So I had I had a snow leopard by itself, and then the uh, the mage she can summon yeah. one. As well. So I would end up with two of them on, on the field. Yep, I did the exact same thing. Yep. I loved it. That was yep. like my favorite thing to do. Let me think here. If there is... Yeah, I mean, honestly, it wasn't... There's. It's kind of like we've talked about this with like the card games and stuff. There just isn't as much to talk about because it's not like a Holy Kojima on crack no. type storyline. It is predictable and we could talk a little bit about it, but what we did is most of it. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really going to be that rinse and repeat like... Um, the the cool thing is there's so many different factions. Like once I think you get into the third campaign, it's going to be so open ended. It's pick even the second campaign. It's going to be so open ended. Pick your own campaign or kip, pick your own race. Pick your own leader and start from there. And no game's going to ever be the same. Yeah. Um, well, there's and that's the that that's like the joy of any strategy game is no game will ever be the same. Yeah. They're infinitely replayable. Yeah. I I. The, there's just like a lot of weird there's still a lot to figure out for me on this game I feel like you know which I played this is weird it doesn't happen very often I had more on this game than you did oh yeah for sure definitely and that's like never happens <laughs> um, but I, I I had a and I did start liking it more and more I mean I played man I think yesterday dude I probably put at least three or four hours in one day which is massive for me that's huge yeah, yeah. but I had a trick I got Bailey to play a video game for a while. <laughs> we won't go into what video game because it might be, it's going to be an episode probably, but I got her hooked on that and was like, cool. Now, and I just set up my computer desk. I could watch her and help her and boom, played. Yeah. So it worked out really well. Let's see, that's the trick. Yeah. You know? At this point, dude, she's not going to hear this, so I can say that. You know, <laughs> I just got to get her sidetracked. But no, that's what I had for it, man. So if you're ready, I mean, I think we can. Yeah. Um, let me see. Well, I do a couple, let me see a couple of small notes here. As far as strategy games, I love doing random shout outs that don't affect anything. Yeah. Doomlings card game is awesome. What's shout that? Out, it's called Doomlings. It's a card game we just bought. Okay. Dude, so I got I to throw this out. I just have to talk about this. Because it's like, it's like a tabletop card game? Yes. It's, okay. Dude, it's so fun. It's two to six players, which is also fun because, you know, family's big. So we can yeah. get everybody with the babies. It's like perfect. Right. Dude, you, you have like a gene pool in this game, which is all it determines is like how many, it's a different color. Yeah. But it determines how many cards you can have in your hand at all times. Okay. But you have five different colors and you're building like almost like genetic traits through like three different ages. And so everybody gets these piles built up that equate practically to points to who wins. Uh-huh. But you're trying to practically be like the strongest race uh-huh. or like species as you go through these eras of like life. Yeah. And they end on a catastrophe and they have like Dude, it's cool because some of them, like, they're really good names, like Ex Machina or, like, the Four Horsemen. Huh. And it's, like, they, they all affect. And you, like, these – they don't show on the cards, like, these – they do on the traits to show the pictures of, like, the little creatures. Yeah. And they're, they're all hilarious. Yeah. 
But then you're just like essentially building up these points and battling and you pick different, like kind of like Magic Gathering. Do you know how uh, the card game like dark or like green had certain things it kind of emphasized? Yeah. That's kind of how this is. So like green kind of keeps compounding with each other. Purple's all about stealing shit. Sure. Very much. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. 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 Dude, fun as shit. I have to do a shout out. I will probably when I do a post tag them. Okay. And say I like it because I've just like we've played for I think I got it like a week ago. Yeah. And dude, we've played, I don't know, probably and it, about a match with four to five people is at least an hour, roughly. Yeah. So okay. not too bad. Yeah. Um, And I think we've probably played eight or nine matches huh. in like a week or two. Nice. And it's like age range, Reagan's eight. She played with us and she was able to understand. So like you could probably play six, seven years old and up. Yeah. So no, I just had to do this shout out. Awesome. <laughs> uh, that and let me see here. So you want to talk about what our next episode is before? Just like a little precursor? I mean, we can. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, another kind of cool one and might get to do that one in person too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we can I do mean, that. I mean, at least sure. part of it. <laughs> at least two so, of us are going to be. Yeah. Together. At least two of us. will. Yeah. out of the three. Yeah. So shout out to, <laughs> and I do want to say a shout out to him because he's been a fan of us and a supporter of us the whole time. So yeah, we probably don't thank him enough. No. Uh, one of our 18 fans that we have. So <laughs> Benedict, thank you. Uh, can't wait to have you on, man. And we are going to do what we do. Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, yeah, I think is it Warzone or is it, is it Modern Warfare? I don't know which one. It's one of the yeah, one of the two. We're not, we're not uh, I'm not a Call of Duty fan. It, Benny, tell us which one it is. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we're not we're not those people. But I'm going <laughs> to play it, man. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, let's get into this, and I'm going to let you take it away with the game. All right, so uh, this game is. Uh, fun enough that I will definitely kind of keep tinkering around with it, but it wasn't fun enough that I found myself getting sucked away in it. Like there's something about other 4X games that will suck me into them and I'll lose days. Like I lose them just getting lost. I mean, it just, it, I don't know what it is. This one, I, I don't know what it was, but I couldn't, I didn't get lost um, in it. And it may be, that third campaign that gets me lost, but I'm not there yet. So where it is right now with me is only at a 6.4. It's a, it's a good game. Um, it's worth checking out. If you like strategy games and you like military tactics, it, it's a strong game. Um, but for me right now, it's nothing is there that's just like completely sucked me into it. I think once I get into the, the point of like conquering other civilizations at, at my own free will, at my own pace... It'll probably be there, but uh, it'll probably bump up at least another point, point and a half, honestly. But I'm just not there yet. It, it, the The storyline is great for getting me introduced, but I may be er too early to really have a strong opinion. Do you say 6.4? Yeah, I do. Okay. So there's one thing I feel like is lacking a little bit on like, and I it may be, maybe I haven't figured out more of it yet. So you can't up the strength of your settlements. Yeah. But the, the gap in... Difficulty to like keep okay. This is how I explain it your standing army that you move around, and you can have more than one, but it gets expensive. Yep, you know, I had like one and a half pretty strong militaries, like our military, like moving around. Okay, but if you don't have one stationed at your settlement, it doesn't really take much to lose a settlement, no matter how because you can't bolster it enough. I mean, you can add garrisons and you can upgrade that, but then you at the risk of that or at the cost of that, you're losing other upgrades that affect your entire entire group yeah not just that one yes. individual settlement so that's one issue i had is that there's like a gap there because i was able to storm down and if someone was like off doing something man i might take two or three settlements over may not have them for very long may it just depends on when they get time to send an army back because you don't you're not flooding the place with armies you got right if you if you try to i think i had four lords and two of them Three, I had three really for the longest time, and then I got a fourth one, but they get expensive to hold on to that many. You have one primary, and that was Evil Yuri. Yeah. Or Behemoth, because I named him that because I'm you know, a nerd or whatever. But like, <laughs> I had my second army was Ifrit Ran, and it had probably 15 of the 20 troops. I had 20 of 20. I had, a, and they, there was a couple heroes mixed in there, which we didn't even get into that. You can take heroes out of group, and they can have their own special commands they can do on individual units. Yeah. Which is kind of, we won't have to get into that. It's just another mechanic you can use to kind of like help you out but you you get caught up with anything and someone comes from a different direction right they can just take your settlements out like it's not a deal yeah yeah it's like a gap in that like how that's handled yeah you really have to really plan 
and know your surroundings, your territories, who's where and where people are going to be coming from. Yeah. If you don't like, I mean, it is that like, if you don't know where your enemies are and where they're, where they can attack from, you can lose that. Like you have to shore that up. Yeah. 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 Cause you can't just leave defense there because yeah. it's going to cost you on another side. Yep. And that's what I was saying. So I was like 60 rounds in, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it actually is quite oh, yeah, a bit. Yeah, it's huge. I was like 60 rounds in and realizing like I couldn't, I just couldn't protect everything. Yeah. You know, like I had to. And I, so the another thing too is elements can affect you. I don't know if you got into that yet. So my troops were in cold environment. Okay. And I was losing troops trying to get them out of that environment. <laughs> and it shows you as you walk little skulls for each placement. And that's like your people dying. Like, yeah, that's like your troops. So my troops would go from like 60 down to like, I would end the turn and they would be down like 54. Yeah. Whereas normal turns, if you don't have, depending on the stance your army's in, yeah. normal turns, your guys will replenish. Right. You know, which is, can really be a big deal if you don't want to have to pay for a whole nother unit. Right. So no, there's a lot to the game, I would say. But so I, I actually, obviously am higher than you. Um, I'm a pretty big fan. It's not... It is not the same. I still think I have a lot. I think I have a lot of nostalgia. Anytime I sit down with a big computer screen and have a strategy game, yeah. I think it takes me back to like Empire Earth. And I think everybody I knew played Ages of Empires. Yeah. Age of Empires. Yeah. I, it was okay. I actually never got into that game as much as I got into Empire Earth. Yeah. You know, I, I, all my friends played Age of Empires. Yeah. Which I think why that game's not around anymore. I don't know. I think it's still have, around. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Age of Empires still around. Interesting. Yep. yep. So, and I do like Civilization. I've, I like Civilization since I was on PlayStation. Funny story about that game, my friend had it on PlayStation 1, and it would take like 15 solid minutes to build a map. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the funny part. His game, and I don't remember how it got so scratched up. It was so scratched up. It looked like someone dragged it down the highway. <laughs> we were like, and go- this is like, we're old. I'm old. Like, I was like, you didn't have Google back then. You're like, oh, how can I fix this? Dude, we'd heard that like toothpaste and stuff works. Yep. I put the disc in, in Listerine. Uh-huh. After scrubbing it with like, I just thought, I guess I just thought all teeth hygiene products would heal it. <laughs> I had like some weird assumption. Anything relating to like mouth, mouth cleanliness could like fix this goddamn dish. Yeah. I was like, dude, I just really want to play this game. Yeah. I'm like, we put toothpaste on it and clean it and everything. Dude, that thing looks so rough, but it would still work. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it looks so bad. Somehow, that's the good old days. It yeah. would still work. 15 minutes, load a huge map. I love Civilization. I mean, I played it back like that. That was. I played on PlayStation 1 way before computer. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, so my game rating, sorry for the 87 tangents is per normal. Uh, I got an 8.0. Nice. Wow. Yeah. It actually, and it did not, this is one of the things we talk about. Do we, how quickly we shotgun these reviews and it's all about how much we get captivated early. Yeah. You'd ask me in the first hour of gameplay, I'd have said, ah, there's all, probably a lot of better strategy games. I don't want to mess with this. Yeah. Um, the the storyline wasn't enough. The prologue wasn't interesting enough yeah there wasn't enough mechanics to it i was like this is kind of bland but it did it did get a lot better for me so 8.0 on the game cool now let's get into this hosh posh right. uh boulder dash <laughs> poppycock malarkey uh horn swoggle mix of a drink that we got going on here yeah so 100 my my credit uh, or my uh my fault on this one <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the other drink is is fine, and then the other drink is also fine, <laughs> and then this one is actually good. Yeah, so. no, this is not bad, surprisingly. Um, I'll take this away from it. So I was actually on the way to get Shay from wrestling practice when this dawned on me. We knew we were doing Warhammer, and I went, holy crap, what if we tie in Henry Cavill and try to get some extra views? No, I'm just kidding. And I was like, I was like, more time to Henry Cavill, and I was like, I'll Google what this dude's favorite drink is. Yeah. Before I ever tried to look at a recipe list, I was already committed. I was like, forgive me not martini. I just assumed that was like, I don't drink martinis. For all the shit that I do drink, I don't drink martinis. I just assumed that's one probably on a pretty normal list of like top 20 martinis. I figured it'd be in the top 20, you know? Yeah. Probably bars know how to make this at least somewhere, especially in the city. Yeah. I was like, Kansas City, I'm sure someone's heard of a forgive me not martini. I don't think anybody's heard of forgive me not martini. I don't think it is. I don't really don't think so. Yeah, no. So with that being said, I was committed to trying to find this stuff. It did not happen. (laughs) <laughs> and we ended up, uh, dude, I couldn't even find cherry brandy. I had to go with apple brandy and switch up to cherry vodka. Yeah. And the ratio we did was what one I did. Was this for both of us? Yeah. 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 For for two glasses. For two, I, yeah, two I glasses. did one shot of vermouth, one shot of vodka, half a shot of apple brandy, half a shot of cherry vodka. Right. And lined the glass with lime. Right. Yeah. And that was it. And it's actually not that bad. No. I, I really do think a splash of Sprite, like you said, it'd be. 
a good cocktail. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, take this from martini to cocktail. With yeah, splash it. It's yeah. great. So I apologize to the, the great nerd Henry Cavill, the great god nerd Henry Cavill. <laughs> we couldn't pull it off, but yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the the the, the actual forget me not martini is not bad, just not available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel free to send us some. Uh, we'll try it out. <laughs> we will. That's, yeah, that's true. Give it a shot. Um, so actually, so on my believe it or not, for being nothing but liquor in this glass, pretty much. 7.0. Uh, I I have to agree. It was really surprising that it was not like super harsh, pretty smooth. Like if you just sipped on it, like you you, you just got this real nice apple flavor to yeah, it. It's not um, it was kind of surprising. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I, I I'm good with like a yeah a solid like seven seven two like on that. Uh, let's go with seven two on that. Um. It's a good drink. Uh, something to probably take around. Uh, put some Sprite in there. You'd probably kick it up to a good eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, make it an actual drink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll put it this way. I I had no intentions of keeping that stuff that I just purchased to make this. Like, I, But now I'm like, I'll actually probably use it. Maybe. Like, I wanna, like, I'll add some kick to these. I could probably make this work. Yeah. Yeah. It's no craft beer, but we'll get there. <laughs> you know, it'll get you there. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, so... Let's talk about next time. Yes. We kind of already did touch into it, but. So, yeah. Which which game are we actually doing? <laughs> so that is the. It was like, dude, it's whatever. It's Warzone or something. I don't know. Is it Warzone? Okay. <laughs> so it is it's Call of Duty Warzone that we're actually doing. So is it? So it's Call of Duty Warzone we're actually doing. We're doing it with Benny. Mm-hmm. And we will be doing this in a live format. Yes, I think okay. we can do that. We can make that work. Okay, awesome. Also, I'd like to say, we didn't really touch into this, but it's, what's nice about this is, are you playing on your computer? I will be playing on So we're going to touch into all three pla- main platforms. We will. Yeah. I mean, I'm excluding Switch as a main platform. <laughs> if you play on Switch for a first-person shooter competitive game, yeah, you might not want to do that. Yeah, you're not That's, really, you're not, shouldn't even be in this conversation though, really. No, no, no. Yeah, you're, you're doing yourself harm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we don't have to get into that. So, so Benny will be playing on a PlayStation 5, which he's not a huge gamer, so I think it's really neat. He went and got a PlayStation 5 to play Call of Duty, and I think he's kind of hooked. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty cool, but I'll be playing on my Xbox Series X. You'll be playing on Siri, Siri Xenophobe X, whatever, whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever that name is. And then you'll be playing on PC. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I we'll have a take on three different platforms, which I don't think on that game will change a whole lot. But no. No, not at all. Probably not, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the, I would imagine the only thing that really changes with it is just mechanical. So. so, you want to take this baby home? Sure. All right, so if you like drinking. Or you like gaming. Join us next time on The Monologues. Sorry, Henry Cavill. <laughs> 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 hey.